Hey, and welcome again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. Today we are in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, and it's kind of on the tail end of Paul talking about the uh, the division, the, the strife in the church, specifically around other leaders. And now he is he's going to continue to speak about this, but he's going to speak about himself in a sense and the expectation upon him as a minister of the gospel. And by way of application, I want us all to be thinking about this. I want us to be thinking about this in, as you think about those who are pastors and elders in your local church. I also want you to be thinking about this in terms of who you are and the reality that you, um, just like we talked about yesterday, you will stand before the Lord, that all of your life will be it will be placed as... Uh, on the foundation as like on an altar and it will be tested. And this, I think, brings some clarity into the way we not just think about those who lead in the church, but those who, who follow Christ as a whole. And so let's jump over to the text. First Corinthians chapter four, verses one through five. Paul says, this is how one should regard us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. This is, he says, this is how we should view Sir, or view leaders, but also everyone who is a Christian. As servants of Christ, our aim is to serve Christ, not as guys or girls winning a popularity contest, not as people who uh, do what they want to do within the church and they use the church to, to further their own agenda. No, he says, we are servants of Christ. And then he says, as stewards of the mysteries of God. Now, the mysteries of God, we, we talk about being stewards of the mysteries. Well, what are the mysteries of God? Well, the gospel was a mystery. The gospel that Jesus, the perfect sinless son of God, came and died on our, in our place, on our behalf, was buried and resurrected. And in his resurrection, everyone who believes in him, they are given the righteousness of God. They are made new. They are adopted. They are redeemed. They are, they are made holy. This is a mystery. This was a, a truth that was concealed at, in previous times and now has been revealed. And we steward this. The church is a mystery. This church that, that did not exist before Christ's death, the resurrection, and ascension, before the Spirit coming at Pentecost, this church was a mystery. Before there was Israel and there were the Gentiles, and now there's this brand new thing, Gentile and the Israels made into a new man, the church. This is what we are stewards of. A steward is one who, who manages what has been given to them with an aim of, of managing it to please the one who owns it. Well, God is the owner of these things. Verse 2, he says, Moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found faithful. We as stewards, we, we have the aim of being found faithful. That when we stand before the Lord, we say, I took care of your gospel and I took care of your church. Verse 3, Paul says, But with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by any human court. In fact, I do not even judge myself. He, here's what he's saying. He's saying in, the, in the, the court of public opinion and what others think about him and even himself in the, the feelings he has about himself from time to time. He says, you know what? I, I don't really care what anyone thinks about me. He says, I, I know I'm preaching the gospel 
And, and I know that I'm doing this the way God called me to. And so I don't care if, if there are others be like, well, Paul, he's too weak or Paul, he's too arrogant or Paul's this or Paul's that. He says, I, it, it's a very small thing that I should regard or that I should be judged by anyway. He says, it doesn't really matter to me what others think about me because I'm, I'm doing what God's called me to do. I'm managing this gospel and the church. I'm stewarding it. Says I don't even judge myself. You know, I've had conversations with people where I have shared the gospel with uh, with not great um, with not great effectiveness, and it's been it's easy for me to kick myself and say, "Man, I wish I would have been clearer. I should have asked this. I should have said this. Oh, what's wrong with me, right?" But in that moment, you know what I'm doing? I'm judging myself. And Paul says, I don't know I'm going to judge myself. He says, I'm doing the best I can. I'm trusting in God's spirit to work through me, and I'm leaving the results to the Lord. I don't even judge myself. He says, for I am not aware of anything against myself, but I am not thereby acquitted. It is the Lord who judges me. He says, it's not for another person to judge me in my effectiveness, it's not for myself to judge my own deeds and my own thoughts. It says, it is the Lord who judges me. And then we've got to remember that the judgment we have in Christ, first and foremost, is, is the wrath of God has been satisfied in Christ. We have been saved from the eternal damnation and eternal judgment. And so we are secure knowing that, that we have been judged once and for all in terms of our righteousness. We now have the righteousness of Christ. He says, therefore, I do not pronounce judgment before the... T- Excuse me, therefore, do not pronounce judgment before the time, before the Lord comes, who will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Then each one will receive his commendation from God. There will be a moment when everything will be laid bare. It says, the, the, the things that are now hidden in darkness will be brought to light and the purposes of the heart will be disclosed. In that moment, the Lord will reveal the sincerity of our hearts. Are we are we doing things in the church just so others will be pleased with us or so we can have a sort of power or prestige or position? That, that will be laid bare. Paul says, I, I don't worry about those things because I know why I am serving the Lord. I am aiming to be a steward that is found faithful. Let's let's go back up. He says, verse two, moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found faithful. This is the ancient way for our modern day. This is where I want us to land. I want us to recognize that the end of time, we will, everything will be laid bare before God and it doesn't matter one lick what anyone else has said about you. They might praise you. They might curse you. They, they might assume bad intentions. They might assume good intentions. None of that matters. What matters is that you and I, that we know we will stand before the Lord and our aim is to be found faithful. And so we say, when we do these activities, when we say these things, when we build these friendships, when we serve in this capacity, what we are doing, we are doing it with a heart that knows that we, we don't have to worry about what anyone says. We are doing this to please the Heavenly Father. We are doing this so we can be found as faithful stewards, stewards, as those who manage the gospel and the people of God. 
So, so here's the ancient way for the modern day. Today, I, I want to ask you, will you consider your faithfulness? Will you consider the stewardship that has been given to you? You've been given this gospel. Are you stewarding it? Are you sharing it with those that God has put in your life? You've been given the church. Are you stewarding that? Are you caring for the church? Are you caring for the people? Are you involved in the ministries? Are you, are you serving in ways that bring benefit to others and that let the light shine forth? We have been entrusted with the greatest truth, the gospel, and this great church. Are we being faithful stewards of what God has given? This is the ancient way for our modern day.